Schwab Asset Management is proud to support the Inside ETFs podcast. As one of the nation's largest ETF providers, Schwab Asset Management offers insights and perspectives that can help advisors build on their ETF expertise. Did you know that more millennials are choosing ETFs as their investment vehicle of choice, or that many investors plan to increase their allocation to fixed income, smart beta, and actively managed ETFs? Find out how ETFs can support your clients' goals with Schwab Asset Management's educational resources. Learn more at schwabassetmanagement.com forward slash ETF know-how. Hello and welcome to Inside ETFs, the podcast where we bring the latest and greatest ETF industry perspectives directly to you through in-depth conversations with key thought leaders from across the ETF ecosystem. I'm your host, Douglas Jonas, the head of exchange-traded products at the New York Stock Exchange, the home of ETFs. Now, today I'm joined by Bruce Levine. He is the founder and CEO of Nightshares. Bruce has an extensive history in ETFs, and he brings his passion for building new businesses, launching ETFs, and developing impactful teams to the Nightshares business. Bruce, thank you so much for being here. Uh, Doug, it's great to be here. Now, a lot of people might know your name, may not have realized that you started Nightshares, because Nightshares is certainly getting a lot of action in the press. But could you start way back before Nightshares? How did you get into the ETF business? Yeah, so I was uh, with one of the largest indexers in the world before indexing was cool. This was uh, Barclays Global in the mid-90s. And starting in 1998, we had this strategic initiative to think about getting into what later become, became known as the exchange-traded fund category. And so I was on this uh, internal SWAT team. And in 1999, we filed. And in 2000, we launched. I was the CFO, and then I ran product development for about three years after that. And then I went off to Europe uh, where the iShares business was nascent. Uh, we had, I think, one FTSE 100 fund at the time and, and then uh, grew the business over there substantially. I was there for three years. So um, yeah, I feel like I was there at a, at a rel relatively early time in the history of ETFs. You know, when you look back, because I, I do remember, I mean, we, we, we chuckle now, but everything was index related, all the publications, right? The biggest uh, jur journal of indexes, Super Bowl of indexing was the biggest conference, right? And, and slowly, but surely it turned into just ETFs. But do you look back at your career and say, boy, this moment or, or these things, these events just sort of brought you to the point where you said, I'm, I'm going to launch my own ETF business. Yeah, you know, it's uh, been wild to see the growth of ETFs and the growth of the different uses and the morphing into the, really the preferred vehicle for investment managers and clients to use. And so when I saw the, you know, the Nightshares research, I got so excited because I'd never seen it before. And when I realized it had been out there for 20, 25 years, I got even more excited. So, you know, uh, I, I've been through some of the larger launches in ETF land. I launched the first bond ETFs, uh, EFA, EFA uh, for iShares, uh, for Wisdom Tree, all the dividend funds and the hedged equity, et cetera, et cetera. So uh, I've seen a lot of big launches and I've seen what it looks like when they go really well. And you know, I'm hopeful that we'll have a similar result with Nightshares. Yeah. So let's, let's move on, right? And talk a little bit about Nightshares. Could you share a little bit about the business? And, and is there something that an advisor might be surprised to learn about Nightshares? Well, the whole research in total is quite surprising. And 
what the research showed, you know, both ours and other academics, is that the overwhelming majority of the returns were coming in the nighttime session as compared with the daytime session. And it was coming with a lot less volatility. And so when you think about what you want as an investor, which is risk-adjusted returns, your high-risk adjusted returns, you know, it provides that if you can segregate, you know, just owning the night session, which is well rewarded versus the night and the day, because the day is not so well rewarded. So in terms of something surprising, I think the most surprising thing we saw was in small caps, where over long periods of time, the last 10 years, uh, the last 20 years, the daytime return from small caps. And when I say daytime return, we just measure that as the, if you were to buy the opening print of the small cap ETF and sell the closing print, you would have either been down or flat. And so all, all of the return in small caps was coming overnight. So that was one of the surprising things we learned. So, you know, it, it takes, it, it really takes innovation, right? So you, you see this, this, issue happening and then you start to publish research you know if if you talk a little bit about anything going on in the media right we keep hearing this phrase and i guess you and your team keep saying it so we hear it but but this night effect is that is that what you mean by that exactly you know the night effect is this sort of tendency historically for you know a lot of the return to come in the overnight session so that's what we mean when we say the night effect so again, I invite people to go to your website. Uh, there's a lot of research and some great material there that talks about the night effect. And, and for those of us kind of nerdlers in the industry that love to dig into the the numbers, it's all there. You know, here here we are just shortly after the launch of your very first two ETFs. Take take us through the new ETFs. Tell us about the launch, the experience. Yeah. So the the two are a large cap and a small cap. We launched on June 28th. We have two good tickers instead of SPY. We have NSPY instead of IWM, the large uh, Russell 2 ETF. We have NIWM. And the funds are really simple. They, they hold cash and treasuries. And then during the evening session, they, they buy futures sometime right around the four o'clock close. They hold them overnight and they sell them out sometime right around the 9.30 open. So we're essentially buy and hold overnight and then we're sitting in cash and treasuries during the day. And that return profile doesn't look like any other ETF out there. And so that's why we get excited about it. So we had a great, great launch event, NYSC, uh, I believe it was July 12th. Uh, We had the whole team that has worked on this, including the researchers uh, who were looking at this way long ago. Uh, We rang the opening bell. It was just an incredible experience for the team. Uh, we had a warm reception from you, Doug, and the rest of your team, and we're grateful for it. Yeah, you know, I, it, this is one thing, you know, Bruce, you, your team, that I love about our industry, right? Which is the first ETF launched 1993. We're coming up on the 30-year anniversary, if my math is right, of ETFs. We're, we're, we're here and there, roughly $7 trillion, right? And people say, oh, 
hasn't it all been done before? And and you and your team proved just a few weeks ago, no, it has not all been done. These are brand new. There's nothing like them out there. It's pure innovation with research-driven innovation and, and you know an investment premium that that can be that can be looked at and detailed. And it just, frankly, I, I, you know, it, it's everything that I love about our industry and and great smart people that are still coming in and building brand new businesses. You, Bruce, included. You mentioned the, the the bell ringing. We get a lot of calls. We get a lot of, of people reaching out about this sort of bucket list experience. Can you describe what it's like for you, your team coming in? Uh, I'm lucky I get to be here at the New York Stock Exchange. What, what's it like coming in and, and, you know, launching and ringing the bell? You know, it's, it's just, there's nothing like it. Um, I've been lucky enough in my career to have done it several times. And it's one of those things that just uh, never, ever gets old. Uh, we used the opportunity to use your facility, we had probably 50 attendees alongside us who are clients, partners, uh, old friends, and they absolutely love being there. And yeah, there's really just nothing like it. And it's an announcement to the world that you're you know, ready for prime time. And we just love it. Yeah, we had, a, we had a great time. For those interested to learn more about the building, you can actually just Google it. We have great information out there. You can do some virtual tours. You can watch the bells live each day. Uh, you can see some of our event space. It's just a fantastic building. Uh, my wife loves to joke with me all the time that that our kids are getting married here. We'll see. I have teenagers, so I'm not looking that far into the future. <laughs> um, so let's go back to, to your ETFs. So, yeah. uh, you know, some ETFs are... I think of as, hey, these are really for for advisors, and then there's some ETFs you think, oh boy, these are for retail. But you know, given the the amount of research and the passion for research that you and your team bring to the Nightshares ETFs, who who do you envision that should be saying, hey, these ETFs are probably for me in my portfolio? We think in the long run that this is definitely a product for financial advisors of all stripes. You know, whether that's a family office, um, a high net worth advisor, maybe a, an advisor to endowments and foundations. You know, what what these tools allow for the first time is to tilt your portfolio between the day and the night. So, if I showed you the numbers of just the nighttime session, the daytime session, historically, you'd probably say to yourself, "Well, I certainly would like more night than day." But everything that you own has 100% night exposure and 100% day exposure. So if you incorporate some of the night shares, you then tweak that so that you're leaning into the night a little bit more than the day, which has historically done good things for the portfolio. So that's how we think uh, advisors should sort of use the product. They should try to blend it in with what they have uh, you know, and, and see the effects at the portfolio level. Yeah. And, and, you know, again, I invite everyone to go to your website, nightshares.com, because it's so research driven, as well as look, your your marketing team has put together a beautiful website and you can find a lot of the research. Do you guys find yourselves joking though a bit? I, I know you're research heavy about the night and, you know, it's, you know, it, it, I, I just envision my nerdy friends and, and, you know, me sitting around talking about vampire ETFs and things like that. <laughs> it's funny you say that. Yeah, we spend a lot of time uh, thinking about uh, catchy advertising slogans, which are quite easy to do at the night. We play a lot of Bob Seger night moves around here. But it's funny what you said, the research team, when you know they were using this signal, this night signal in the hedge fund they were running in a sister company of ours. And they had a term for when the markets are getting all their return at night, 
they call it, they'd say the market was in vampire mode. And when the markets were getting most of the return during the day, which certainly happens, um, they would say the market's in garlic mode. So uh, yeah, we've had a lot of fun uh, with the terminology. Yeah, the phrasing, and you've even got something in in your uh, research called the overnight drift, right? And and so there's just, I, I bet your marketing uh, heads are in heaven when it comes to building <laughs> advertising. Yeah. You know, here we are, it's July, 2022. Boy, inflation's in the news. It seems like anyone and everyone's got something negative to say. Do you, do you look out at the markets and say, "Hey, there, there's actually some some opportunity there in the landscape"? Yeah, it does seem like we're working our our way through, you know, this moment of you know probably peak inflation, which is probably coming down, and you know the Fed taking action. It's been a shock to our system if you think where things were nine months ago when the Fed was saying we can move slowly and there was no real evidence of the inflationary pressures we're seeing today. So I think, you know, it'll be a sort of a, a period of adjustment working through this. Valuations have come down. And my sense is probably next year, you know, assuming we avoid a deep recession, we'll probably be a better year. We'll either have a mild recession or no recession at all. And we'll be out of the election or the midterm elections. So Bruce, you've got NSPY, you've got NIWM. Uh, we we talked a little bit about them. Are, are there things investors should know about those ETFs? And you know, and when you look at that, and do you say, hey, we're we're building a lineup here, and and should we be expecting more night shares? Uh, absolutely. You know, we think this is a big concept, and we have some other products in registration that we uh, intend to launch. Uh, you know, in terms of the first two, I'd say they're they're unique ETFs in that. They hold overnight and have this sort of cash-like profile during the day. And so they just become an interesting tool if you want to buy and hold them or potentially use them as a, as a counterbalance to some other trade you might be doing during the day. Uh, so I can just encourage everyone to you know, buy a few shares, get familiar with it, how it trades, and, and uh, you know, keep track of our returns and all that. And then, you know, if you're an advisor out there and you're saying, okay, I've gone to the site, I'm, I'm learning about you, but, but boy, I want to get engaged with either you or your, or your team. Uh, how should advisors be engaged with the Nightshares team? Yeah, I believe we have uh, something on our website that allows you to schedule directly with us. Uh, for sure, we have a submit contact info thing. Uh, we're always happy to get on the phone. We're doing webinars. Uh, so... Uh, thrilled to talk with anyone who just, just reach out to us uh, through the website. Yeah. Again, and another thing yet I love about the ETF industry, so accessible, uh, Bruce and team making, making time at any point uh, to, to literally speak directly with their investors. I, I, I just think it's fantastic. I, I wanted to, uh, to, to, to kind of follow up with you one, you know, Bruce, you, you've done, you've done ETFs, you've done indexes, you know, is this the most exciting thing you've worked on? You know, it really is. I mean, this one is my baby as opposed to me being a part of, you know, along with many other people. I've been very lucky in my career. I've worked on some very exciting things. You know, iShares in the beginning was a process of educating the world about these new structures, which we, you know, internally had just deep belief in that we had to educate about before other people came along for the ride. And the same thing at Wisdom Tree, where, uh, you know, back in the days when there was just beta. Wisdom Tree came to the market and said, hey, there's a different way to weight an index. And so, you know, we think we had a lot to do with uh, what is now called smart beta. And it was the same thing. Uh, 
we had deep belief in what we were doing and just needed to educate. And that's certainly how we feel at NightShares. Uh, this, you know, is very compelling research. Uh, it's never been done before as a product. And the team is totally excited to uh, educate and, and birth it into existence. Well, Bruce, we are super excited to have your ETFs launched here at the New York Stock Exchange. We couldn't be more excited and, and uh, celebrating with you. And you know, we wish you all the success. For advisors that are listening and you want to learn more, read some of that research, nightshares.com, easy to, easy to find, easy to remember. That is a wrap on this edition of the Inside ETFs podcast. Now, as a reminder, you can find this episode as well as many other episodes of the Inside ETFs podcast on the New York Stock Exchange's website, homeofetfs.com. Thank you, Bruce, again, for being here to share your insights. Stay tuned for upcoming episodes featuring thought leaders from across the ETF ecosystem. I'm Douglas Jonas, head of exchange-traded funds at the New York Stock Exchange, the home of ETFs. Schwab Asset Management is proud to support the Inside ETFs podcast. As one of the nation's largest ETF providers, Schwab Asset Management offers insights and perspectives that can help advisors build on their ETF expertise. Did you know that more millennials are choosing ETFs as their investment vehicle of choice, or that many investors plan to increase their allocation to fixed income, smart beta, and actively managed ETFs? Find out how ETFs can support your clients' goals with Schwab Asset Management's educational resources. Learn more at schwabassetmanagement.com forward slash ETF know-how.